Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world. Or so they say. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast. Hi. Episode 261. Yeah. We are officially into the season. It's first pod since. First pod since the Blue Jackets hit the ice last Thursday. I'm Jordan. I'm Warren. And uh, in support of the first week of gameplay, we made sure that no one else came. We, we healthy scratched them. Yeah. We, uh, uh, we Kent Johnson and Ross the victim. <laughs> And Bim streamed them. Bim, bimmed them. Yeah. Bimmed them. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Braden's my Bimstrom because I hate Bimstrom. And uh, Rosovic I semi-like, but I still have questions about, and that's Kyle. I would give him Ken Johnson because people talk about how much they like him, but, like, I don't. Yeah. Okay, so they're not here. Not a big deal because it's the OG. The OG crew's back. Me and Warren, we're doing the podcast, baby. No one else matters. Nobody else matters. Nobody matters. Braden, he's just the baby. He's replaceable with every guy that's 23, <laughs> you know, yeah. 24, whatever he is. 23, 24, you know, he's just a typical just college dude that wears the backwards hat. And, yeah, so brave. And those really puffy sandals that I don't know where they come from. And he's like, they're so comfy. They're not really that comfy. <laughs> you got them from Walgreens. Relax. They look, Yeah, they look like they're going to be like... They're like the zebra stripe gum of shoes. <laughs> you wear them for two months, and it's like, oh, well, they're trash. Yeah. So. Zebra stripe gum, though. Oh, man. Oh, it hits. That first, like, 10 seconds. Oh, my gosh. You're like, this is the best gum it's I've like ever had. It's like right when I pop into Zen, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, Zen. I love it. Oh, gosh. But then Kyle, uh, not having him on a podcast, you know you can listen at a certain volume. Yeah. And you won't have to change it. You won't have to, yeah. The, you know, you can listen with your family as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you know, it's it's a this is a wholesome episode today. There are no Fs or butts or peens. They're, they might slip out. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just bound to happen with us. But yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's get into the old news and notes of the podcast. Uh, again, this is our first episode since the season has started. So the Blue Jackets have played three regular season games. Uh, but in the news and notes, let's get started with this before we talk and get into mm. the meat of our episode and talking about, you know, the games that have happened so far. Main uh, so it's no secret, Zach Rowinski, he went on the injured reserve. Uh, he had a pretty dirty hit by uh, Garnett Hathaway from the Flyers. He was fined 5000 the max allowed by the NHLPA. Um, but it looks promising that Zach Warinsky may return to the lineup versus Calgary. Um, when you're listening to this right now. Exactly. It's not definite, not definite, but it all signs point towards he's pretty much going to be back here this Friday, uh, which is good news because, listen, when I saw that hit, when everybody saw that hit on opening night, mm. I think we all were like, are you kidding me? He's going to be out the rest of the season again? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that was everyone's first thought, and you felt bad for the dude because he worked his ass off in the offseason to get healthy mm -hmm. uh, based off of last season's in injury. And, the, you know, game one right out the gate, he takes a dirty hit by Hathaway, which it was an absolute cheap shot, especially, like, at the beginning of the season. I understand it's NHL hockey, and it's competitive, but, like, why do that to a guy right out the gate to potentially ruin this guy's season? 
And Especially a guy who's been out for so long. Right. Like, who's had it was such injuries. Absolute cheap shot. And uh, Zach, he was on 97.1, the fan. Um, I think it was maybe Anthony and Rothman. And even Z said, like, dude, the hit was dirty. It was a cheap shot. <laughs> yeah. And which, I mean, I think everybody can agree. And the NHL agreed by giving Hathaway that $5,000 uh, fine. But again, all signs point towards Z returning. So good sign to have old Z back on the blue line. So I'll say. Um, <clears throat> that game I saw, we were there. We were there. We, we were, were all there. I was there, but not really there. I watched, we watched the first period. Yeah. We do what we normally do. Personally, that was it. I didn't see <laughs> yeah. any of the rest of the game. Yeah. Ap- apologies of the live tweets because the live tweets, I would look back and they were absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like game two, I sat down in my living room, like, right, I'm not going to the game. I'm going to make up for the harsh shit performance <laughs> on Twitter from the previous game because it was absolutely <laughs> atrocious. But that's what you expect from a game one from the artillery. Listen, we, we go there, we get hammered. And then by the second period, we just, we don't even go back to our seats. We just stand at the cannon and talk to everybody that, wants to talk to us in terms of like, you know, all of our friends there, podcast listeners, and we just get distracted so easily. And then the people start bringing us beer. And then all of a sudden, Is it? we don't, the game's over. And I've never <laughs> been to the canon in that fashion. Like I just, every time I turn around, someone's like, what's up? Oh, it was great. There we met so many people down there. Yeah. We met a lot of, awesome. yeah, we met a lot of new listeners that we, we, yeah. we've never met before. Um, so shout out to all you guys. I and mean, we're not trying to toot our own horn, but like we genuinely appreciate you. Yeah. Um, like it's so cool to put faces to the names, especially people that ask us questions on let's get social. So opening night was awesome. Like, oh yeah, it was great. Met so many awesome little boomers out there and we appreciate you guys. But uh, long story short coming away, I didn't even, I saw the Zach Wawinski hit based off the crowd reaction. And then I looked up and saw it on the jumbotron. I was mm-hmm. like, this is, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, but, uh, to see him pretty much. You know he's already practicing. He's already with the with the guys again, and uh, so it's it's not long term. And we should potentially see him versus Calgary, which is fantastic. Yeah. But do we push him in, or do we keep letting Yurichek keep doing his thing? That's the thing. So Pascal Vincent uh, was quoted today: the decision to send somebody down because once he's activated off the IR, somebody has to go to Cleveland. And Pascal Vincent pretty much said. It's a tough one. This is a tough decision. Yeah. Because you can't send your check to Cleveland. Yeah. The dude came out. He's played two games. He looks like he belongs. Got it. And there's absolute. Yeah. He got a goal his first game. I'm so happy. <laughs> like he, uh, this very first game. And it was, it wasn't a fluke goal. It was a. No, it looked like a professional goal. Exactly. Like the dude, he looked like he had been there for a year or two. Like he knew what he was doing. And it was his first mm. National Hockey League game. And there's no way you can send Juracek back. So it's going to be a tough call for Pascal Vincent, but I don't think Juracek's going to be involved in that call. I think it's got, it's got to be somebody else. Who? No idea. No clue. But, again, I'm not the head coach. I'm not going to take the brunt of this, but I, y'all can speculate, but I don't know who I don't know who he would send down. Granted, the team has looked like shit for, for two out of the three games we played, so maybe it's not that tough of a call. Yeah, I say just um, send peak down. <laughs> but yeah, it comes healthy scratch, whatever. It, yeah, I mean, it comes down to con- contractual obligations and you know how the league works. So there are certain players you don't want to send down because they go on waivers. So there's a lot of a lot of a lot of potential people that could, there's a few pet potential people that could go to Cleveland. I don't want to speculate yet, but I, I your check should not be one of those guys. That's all I'm yeah. saying. But we'll see. We shall see. 
Uh, all right, some other news and notes. Elvis, he is back on the ice. I think he's expected uh-huh. to. Uh, <laughs> I think good, good impression. Thank you. Uh, I think he's expected to probably return for the Calgary game. Good, he's uh, doing great. So, for those of you living under a rock, uh, during the uh, Rangers game, Elvis uh, he left the ice second intermission. Was feeling ill. Apparently had the flu. He did not return in the third. Martin filled his shoes. Jack has got the win still because, I mean, they went into the locker room with the lead. They played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, props to the video coach for uh, for those two offside goals that got <laughs> got reversed in our favor, which you hardly ever see because 6-1-4 rule, am I right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, so, you know... We went in, you know, we went into that uh, to that third period with the lead. Martin did a fair, he did a solid job there behind behind the net there or in, fr- or in front of the net, um, yeah. and, and the Jackets came away with a dub. But long story short, Elvis was ill for a handful of days. Uh, he did not play in the uh, previous game versus the the Red Wings, but he I think he's expected to return to the lineup versus Calgary because he has been practicing with the team. So that's a positive sign because I mean, I will say yes, Warren. I think he has been playing well. I think he's been playing better than expected, but still not just like still not like just blowing the doors off, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And I'll say statistically he's playing great. But very early, two games, one and a, one and a half games that he's played. Right. I like that. But, like, in those two games, he's been playing against teams that are pretty, pretty good. They're not bad. They're not and bad. He's got They're like no a, slouches. Like, 0.95 save percent. Like, But I think I'm going to guess that this is in the show flow because I don't look at it. You don't? No. Nope. I'm going to say that. that a topic of conversation for this is why are you always – Having something. That's the very next topic of conversation. It is? Yes. There it is. So here's my thing with Elvis, <laughs> right? Okay. Listen. The artillery, we have a group chat. There's three or four of it, four or five. I don't know even more. I don't even know who's in there anymore. Maybe 14 or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but long. we have a group chat. And as soon as Elvis, you know, went off the ice during that Rangers game, didn't return, I had some hot takes in there. Not hot takes. I just, I had some frustrating takes because it comes back to the thoughts of Elvis's inconsistencies of being in and out of the net for a wide range of different reasons. Either he's hurt, either he's sick. He got sick last year too, and he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And he had to fly off to another country for two weeks because of a, of a death in the family, which I understand that. I get that. I'm, I'm sympathizing with that. Sure, absolutely. But I, he's getting to the point now where I just sit here and I don't know that I can rely on him to be our number one guy because of his inconsistencies and his ability to be consistent. Yeah, he's... It's frustrating me to no end, Warren. Yeah, if he's not hurt, he's sick. If he's not sick, someone else is hurt. That's, That's how all it, is. it is. It's what it's always and been. to me, like, I just, again, I don't want to... I, I know mental health is, is a thing. A lot of people struggle with it, and I'm not dismissing that in the slightest, but... I just don't think mentally Elvis is equipped to have this position. And this this could be a whole other topic for a whole other day. But I just, he's never once proven to me that he can be relied on for a full, complete season, let alone a playoff run. And it can, it concerns me. Like, he's just, I don't know what it is with him, but I'm just getting very frustrated. Like, when he went off the ice, okay, he got sick. I get it. People get sick. And you can't fault somebody for getting sick because it happens. It's life. Mm-hmm. 
But we just keep seeing, again, I'm harping on it. I'm repeating myself because I'm now I'm three beers in. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just the inconsistencies of him not being able to string together a, 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 a run of games to, of success to where he's ha- he just hasn't proven anything to me to where I think he warrants this number one spot. But again, we have nobody else right now. So I, I, I'm at a loss. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, there's nothing that I can say to prove this. There's nothing anyone can really say, but I am kind of curious in that game after the second period. We were up 4-1? Four, yeah, I think so. 4-1, to one, I think. We ended up winning 5-3. Yeah, I think they got two goals and we got one in the third. Yeah. Um, We were up. We were going to win. Yeah. We and were he, at that point. And, he, and looked, he looked good. I'm curious if he was like, okay, I, I'm done. But, like, if it was, like, a 3-2 match, if we were down, if it was tied, if it was close, if he would have been, like, I'm going to finish this out. Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan Flugate. Yeah. It's I wonder like, if he's, like, know, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Uh, who is that football player? I don't remember. You guys know. Doesn't matter. But, like, if it was close, I'm curious if he was, like, I'm going to push through. I'm going to get this win. This is on me. I would hope so. But if it was, like, in this scenario, like, you're up three goals. Like, you yeah. got this. If he was, like, all right, guys, I'm dying. I'm going to go. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and Jody Shelley said on the broadcast, like, as soon as he got off the ice second intermission, like, Jody Shelley's right in between the benches, and he said he looked he looked gassed, like <laughs> he looked not well. Yeah, and again, I get it. If you get sick, it happens. But in a situation like that, I do. I would like to have seen a competitor, like to what you're saying. If it was a three to two game, yeah, I would want his ass back out there. Yeah, and like, I would trust he would do that, but and I would I trust that know. he would maybe get the job done. Yeah. Because, but, like, it, the competitor in you, especially as a National Hockey League player, I feel like you wouldn't want to leave your guys out there to dry. Like, I, I got you this point. We're in this game. I want to finish it out. And then you can just pass out on the locker room floor after the game and be out for a week. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. and that, But that's what I told you guys. Like, if I have the flu, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to walk yeah. to my Well, then why the, why the hell was he even on the ice to begin with? I think it crept up. Yeah. Because that's like... A flu, if it starts in the morning, you're going to ignore it. Yeah. And it's just going to get worse. So I think towards the end of the day, he was like, oh, shoot. I can't do this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm just kind of giving it the benefit of the doubt. But, like, he does have a track record of there's always something. Yeah. It's just that he, he can play so well. And yeah. it's like, so what's going to happen? Yeah. It's just a, it's it. I feel like we're already seeing a, a pattern of what we've seen in previous years already. And. We'll you see. know, we'll see. we'll see. We're only three games in. I'm not throwing in the towel if you're listening. I'm just, I have frustrations <clears throat> with Elvis because we've seen the same thing happen year after year. And we're already starting off with him leaving a game early that he's ahead in. And so, I, think, I think you're not throwing in the towel. I don't think there's really a towel to be thrown at this point. No, that, or absolutely to be not. If, it if is what it is. If you're throwing in the towel right now, you're being an irrational fan. Like we're allowed to have thoughts. We're allowed to like have our opinion about what's happening. Sure. Yeah. And especially on Twitter, you know, people come at me all the time. Like, oh, you said this and you said that. Like, no, I just have an opinion about this game. I'm not, not necessarily like putting it into perspective of a whole damn season. Things change, baby. <laughs> Things fucking change. Oh, yep. so, ah, Kyle. Oh, Kyle's here. He's here. <laughs> but I, we'll see. I, I I am holding to the point. Like, the moment that he said what he said at the draft party, where he was like, forget what everyone said. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm going to do me. I'm going to play whatever he said with whatever accent. Yeah. I was like, okay, yep, I'm on board. If you prove me wrong, then I'm like, you're done. Go somewhere. Get rid of him. I don't this care. Is, this is but he's, he's like, I am proving myself this year. He's tired of it. 
of himself. Great. I've heard it before. I know. But this We've all heard it. Awesome. That cool. draft party situation. Cool story, like, Elvis. I'm on board. Cool I'm here story, for Elvis. I agree. I've I been know. on board for 23 years, and what's it got me? Oh, I've been I've been fence riding for two years. <laughs> like now, I'm to the point. I'm just like, all right, cool, man. Prove it, and yeah. I I I want to be on board because you're my goaltender, and this is the team I root for. Mm-hmm. But God damn it, you're making it really hard for me, my guy. Oh yeah, really we'll hard. We'll see. I think he's uh first two games. He's a pretty good. Yeah, for, I'll give him props, man. First two games, he's looked solid. He's looked solid. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, next segment or not next uh, topic for news and notes. Oh, Patrick Laine has some comments uh, today after the team practice, which by the way their practice I heard was quite intense. Yeah, arduous. Um, which they absolutely. Was it today or was it yesterday? I think it was today. I think it was yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Like, There's no game. Tomorrow, yeah, you're right. It was yesterday, which uh, was absolutely deserved after their. Terrible performance versus the Red Wings, but Patrick Laine came out with some yeah. comments. Speaking about himself, he said, I feel like it's overall been pretty awful. I can't hit the net if my life depends on it. Can't make any plays. Can't win a face-off. Just basically can't do anything right now. Those are right out of Patrick Laine's mouth. Those words. And I raise you this question, Warren. Okay? Mm. I raise you this question because I still have the hot takes on this. So, again, can't win a face-off. Just basically can't do anything right now. Can't hit the net. Can't make plays. He's still at center. A position that he's never played in his life. Should he move over back to left wing? Because if, if he can't win face-offs, if he can't win plays, if he can't just hit the freaking net right now, Maybe he's in the wrong position, Pascal Vincent. Maybe we shouldn't be experimenting with this, and we should put him in a position that he knows how to play. I know we're three games in. I get it. But from what I've watched on TV, not even just speaking about Patrick Laine alone, I just feel like players are just not in the right spot. And it's pissing me off watching these games sometimes. And based off of those comments, I'm sitting here like, then what are we doing with him at center? It's not too late to change. We don't have to go halfway into the season and realize we fucked up big time and then put him back, and then he, then he forgets how to play the left wing and fucks up over there, and he comes away with 40 points on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. It, ultimately, it's on the coach for what he decides, but like ever since Pascal's been doing this, he's been saying he's at the center. I don't know. I feel like Patrick Laine pressured it. <sighs> Well, yeah, I think it was a mutual agreement. I think they probably have just had conversations where they're like, I would love to play a center. And be like, I'd love to have you at center. Yeah. I don't know. but And this is such a big change, but it is such a frustration of why do you have this superstar that's been a winger who's been a superstar at the wing making this change? What is the true realistic reason for a team to make this decision? Yeah. And I don't know what they're discussing about it back there, but it's just. I mean, I guess my biggest speculation would be the Jackets are wing heavy, right? Like, that's no secret. We have a lot of wings. Sure. Um, And maybe they're just trying to force something that shouldn't happen, but they just have this expectation of if it did work, we would look like geniuses. I think what they're forcing is having him on the first line at center. On wing, yes. Put him at put him at the first line. At center, if you're gonna know, if you're gonna put Patrick Laine 
down to the second line center, mm-hmm. you're wasting a player. You're wasting a sure. A, I'm not disagreeing with that. Absolutely wasting a player. That is the like. I understand. I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I get that. He sh- maybe Boone Jenner at this point should probably be number one because he wins oh, face offs. Yeah. And he could you know if you win face offs you. Obviously, That's what I've been saying this whole time. You obviously get the damn puck, and you can maybe set up a play. Mm-hmm. Patrick Line is not doing that. Nope. So we're struggling there. So if 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 your solution is Patrick Line should be a center, but we're going to put him number two line center, you're wasting a, a a very good talent, and there's absolutely no reason to even continue with this experiment. And you put him back on first line left wing. End of story. End of comment. Period. That's what you do. Yeah, I think uh, that's going to be the solution as we draw near in the next, like, two weeks. But, yeah. I mean, I think he's answering his own questions of, like, he's answering our questions of why he should not be on this center. Yeah. He's pointing out, I am playing awful. I can't win playoffs. I can't <laughs> win faceoffs. I can't shoot the puck. Because like, you're playing where you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Out Get of position. Back on the left. That's Out of it. position. Just like Adam Fantilli, out of position. Yeah. Shouldn't put, be a winger. Put that, swap those two some bitches, and we're good. Yeah. I'm not saying like Adam Fantilli is going to come in and save us that center right away. That's that's unrealistic. No, but he has been. He plays. But listen, like he, he has looked good. He looks like he belongs. I think that there's no question there. But, you know, you plop him down number one center right away. There's going to be struggles. But I'd rather have a guy that's a, that's a born center get experience there and figure it out in the league as opposed to forcing it upon somebody that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's where I'm at with that, anyways. Wholeheartedly agree. All right. The last for the news and notes, trade rumors. And these are verified, by the way. And these are uh, these teams have actually been in talks, and I've, I've heard other teams have joined in and maybe a possible three-way trade. I don't know. I think I've heard Nashville rumored and in, involved in this as well. But uh, right-wing... Connor Garland from Vancouver has been rumored to Columbus in a possible trade involving Roslovic. Um, from my knowledge, Vancouver is maybe trying to clear, uh, clear up cap space, but they also are kind of like the Blue Jackets where they are wing heavy. And um, I guess Garland's very, he's not pleased with uh, kind of the way Vancouver's been treating him because Garland has put up decent numbers. And I think he, I think he deserves, he thinks that he should be maybe a top six guy, mm-hmm. which, you know, Everybody has their opinion of that, whatever. I think that's kind of where he's coming from that. But also, I think Vancouver, they're they're trying to unload that. And uh, Rozovic is kind of appealing because they both kind of put up the same numbers, but Rozovic is also on an expiring contract, so they wouldn't be tied to Rozovic if, you know, at the end of the season if they didn't want to re-sign him. Yeah. Um, so Garland, again, solid numbers, nothing crazy. He's kind of on that Rozovic level of type of numbers. He had 17 goals last season, 29 assists. Been in the league for six years. He's currently making 5.95 mil. Uh, Rozovic currently at 4 mil. But like I said, on 5.95? Ex- oh, sorry, 4.95. I was going to say, that's a lot <laughs> for that guy. My apologies, 4.95. Uh, Rozovic is at 4 mil, uh, but again, on an expiring contract, which might intrigue the Canucks. Um, uh, Garland, if we did trade for him, that contract would run through 2026. Um, to me, this kind of looks like... Um, Garland's not very happy with, you know, the way the Canucks are using him and the Canucks, they are, they have a a pretty significant amount of solid wingers and it's a matter of maybe like, let's just dump him off somewhere else. If they pick up a guy like Rozovic, there's no real loss in it because at the end of the season, it's an expiring contract. 
and we can see where it goes. If not, we have Garland locked up for six years or for till 2026. Um, but if the Jackets are interested, I'm kind of interested because I think a lot of us, you know, you hate to say it about a hometown kid like Rozovic, but just ain't it. it seems like a lot of people are off him, and I think the Jackets are off of him. I have always been on the side of I like Rozovic because at the end of this season, you look at he the numbers, it. he gets the numbers. It's like, like fourth in points on our team. <laughs> right? Like Not he, that that was anything to brag about. but <laughs> Fourth in points on our team, he'd be like 10th or he'd be like 15th on any other team. <laughs> yeah. um, but he, he, he'll get you 15 to 20 goals a year, Rozovic does, and it just looks like the Jackets are off of him. Obviously, he was a healthy scratch uh, the first game of the season, played the second. Um, I think he played the third, too. No, he was a healthy scratch the first two games, I think. I think the first. Was he both? Maybe. Yeah, he was both. And his first game was, uh, I think, the Red Wings, I believe. I could be wrong. Oh, that was, that was um, but regardless of that, it kind of looks like the Jackets are off of him. Seems like a lot of the fan base might be off of him. And, you know, not to, like, I'm not trying to bring Braden into this. Braden's always like he's he he is anti Rosovic to the extreme. Um <laughs> and I understand I understand that as well because he's a very streaky player, right? He we all know that. Like in terms of points, very streaky, sometimes a little unreliable on the ice. Um, but he has moments where you're like, Oh shit, Rosovic just did that? Oh, damn, okay. Mm-hmm. So like he has moments. Um And he played the first and the third game. First and third. He okay. didn't play the second. He didn't. He played the first. Yeah. Really. Nine minutes. I didn't. I thought he was a healthy scratch. No. He was <sighs> I, had, I must have too many beers. I think so. Too many beers. But I think I also saw something that I don't know if I said that right. I think I also saw something that said that they are open to like holding some of his cap. Yeah. I think like Vancouver said like thirty percent of the of Garland's cap. Yeah. And that's a that's like bringing Garland in under Rosovic's amount. Yeah. If we do that. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Like, But I just... <sighs> I feel like it's it's almost like a, a one-for-one, it, right? It, it's, yeah. like, it's almost like a one-for-one deal. I don't know if anything else would come from it. Granted, I've, I have heard maybe other teams could potentially get involved. But, uh, you know, it's, you know Garland's not going to blow anything. He's, he's not going to, you know, be some superstar or star. He's going to be... A, a reliable guy, it seems like, especially with the past couple years with his numbers. But, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. If the Jackets are completely off Rozovic and you got a guy like Garland that puts up kind of the same numbers and almost around the same pay, mm-hmm. um, but you got him until 2026, I, I kind of welcome it. And, and if Garland is itching at, you know, being a top six guy and trying to prove himself, you know, a change of scenery could be the could be the solution for him, right? Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. I like, I think uh, he's nothing to brag about, but yeah, I think Garland's a good player. I'd be happy to bring him in. It's If it makes sense to the organizations, why not? Yeah. I think it's uh, it's time to just, what the thing that I just don't like about having Roslovic is just that, is he just here because he's from here? And I think that's where like, we had just this time frame where like, the, like three years ago, it was like, Home talent. Corrali, Rozovic. Sherwood. Sherwood. Bring them all in. Meyer. And I was like, what does well, that got us? Is that good? Is that for good just because they're from here? 
I was hype on the Rozovic because it was he was packaged with Line. Yeah, and that like, was like, oh sweet, <laughs> yeah, come home, baby. Like, I'm like, let's do this deal. Are you kidding me? We're getting Line, and we're getting the hometown yeah. dude. And all, and again, like Rozovic still puts up, he puts up decent numbers. Like he's just he's a very inconsistent guy, and I think the Jacks are struggling with the reliability of a guy like Rozovic. I think yeah. that's where everything stems from, and it seems like the Jackets and a lot of the fan base are kind of off Rozovic. Yeah. I I don't get excited when he has the puck. No. When when he's on the ice, I'm not like, oh, okay. Speaking of guys that don't get excited about when they have the puck, mm. uh, Robinson, he was a uh, he was put on waivers. <laughs> um, darn it, <laughs> darn it. And uh, I thought I thought for sure somebody would pick him up. I even tweeted it. Like I, yeah. I was like, that I was thought, a shock. yeah, I thought somebody like would maybe pick him up. Uh, his contract's not too heavy, um, but yeah, nobody did, and he's in Cleveland now. So that's awesome. Uh, where they so like- he'll shoot. Uh, He'll probably shoot every single shot into a basketball net at this point up there at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Romo Fijo. The Romo Fijo, baby. I uh, like the, we were at the game and I think uh, he had like a potential breakaway, but he didn't get to the puck. Someone outskated him. Kyle's like, there's that speed of Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's in a nutshell all yeah. that he's ever done. All it is. He's just been a fast guy with speed. How big was speed? I heard that a bunch on the broadcast the other day. Gosh. Good old so, Rams. Good old Rams. Hey, opening night, I sat in, uh, I sat, me and Danny, the Danny Smith, we sat in uh, Brian Giesenschlag and Jean-Luc Grandpierre's seats while they, uh, opening night, they had the uh, Bali Sports broadcast from outside the arena. Mm-hmm. So when they were intermissions, they would go outside and do like the intermission out there on the stage. And me and Danny kept their seats warm. Mm. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> And John Luke had cookies. He had cookies. Aw. In, in a Pepsi cup. He said, he tweeted us, he said, don't touch my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I might. I'm a little drunk there, John Luke. Can we pay to bring him back? Uh, he's a little, little, little beyond his prime there, guy. All right. I like him. A little beyond his prime. Yeah. I will say, I know like a, when John Luke first started on TV, a little rough. A little oh, rough. Yeah. But he's, now... Incredible. Fantastic. I love the dude. He'll be a great replacement. I always still liked him. Like, when he first started, I was like, he's charismatic. Like, people, he just has his bubbly personality. He's funny. But, like, his TV, like, sometimes a little awkward. But now he's an absolute natural now. Yeah. I love old Jean-Luc. So he'll be doing that, and uh, Bob will take over for Jeff. (laughs) Jean-Luc cannot do play-by-play. No, I'm saying he'll keep doing that. Yeah. Bob will be taking over for Jeff. Yeah, well, Bob's in the radio. I know, but he's going to be on the TV now. Yeah. Because okay. Jeff's gone. Yeah. Jeff will be gone. Jeff will be gone, but then who takes over Bob? I think that's you're, le- you're leaving that big part out. That Tyler kid. Tyler kid? Okay. Whatever his name is. I think we just do it, and we do it how we do our podcast. Hey, all right, there he goes. Well, who's that? Who's that on the ice? <laughs> I will say, for the amount of shit we give Jeff Rimmer on pronouncing names... I wouldn't be able to have, pronounce half those names. Well, nor it, nor nor keep up with like the line changes of the other team trying to keep up with like the players that are on the ice. It's not our job either, so we don't get paid a lot of money to do it. True. I'm we just, should we should do like a live pot where we're commentating the game. <laughs> I would love to see how. Honestly, goes. I feel like we get more streams in Bali. I think we would. <laughs> I am so down for that. <laughs> I think we let would. us know if we should do it. Oh, I think that's the answer's already there. I think we do it. It's just already there. We have to do it. All right. I'm and down. we'll have like Kyle as the the man on the ice. <laughs> this motherfucker over here. Ah, he's pissed. 
Ah! <laughs> oh, you should. All right, moving on. This is our first official segment, segment one. Jeez. We, we got the Listen, just me. This is like old times, my guy. This, like literally, we're 30 minutes in and that, that was just news and notes. Yeah, no sound bites from any idiots. <laughs> right? We're just, Suck it. We're just flowing. This is how we used to do it back in the day, back when, you know, it was me, you, Austin, Ben, but they always, then they both, they would always ghost us. Yeah. And we just, we just talked. Yeah. And that's, that's what grew this to where it's at. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a little less hair and I'm a little chubbier. Yeah, but I feel like I have a little bit more hair on my face. No. A little bit. Grow it out then. But Okay. Because you shave. I shave every other day right now. Yeah, so grow it out then. I'd prove it. Okay. What about down below? Oh, that's like a yearly thing. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. You're married. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, she don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she loves me. All right, so again, moving on to our first segment. This one I entitled, Too Early to Be Concerned? What's that about? What What's that about? So the Jackets, we have started off the season 1, 2, and 0. Oh. Uh, opening night loss to the Flyers for 2, followed by a 5-3 win versus the Rangers, and then probably the worst loss of the three games to the Red Wings. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> four, four, to, 4 to nothing. Uh, I will say the only highlight from that first stretch of games, the first three games of the season, was that old natural hat trick from old Boone Natty. Jenner. Mm. Three straight goals. Natural. Mm-hmm. All natural. I, uh... So I do DraftKings, yeah, and I didn't have an option to put him as a f- hat trick. But after he got the second goal, it was like he's getting in the second period, and there's no way to like yeah. make that a bet. And I was like, it's going to happen. Yeah, and I couldn't do it. It's too late, and he did. It's unfortunate, but it's fine. Oh, that was a beautiful hat natural, trick. natty honey baby. What are your thoughts on uh, just a little side note? So I guess Toronto. So Austin Matthews, he had two back to back games with hat tricks. Yeah. Which is incredible. I mean, Austin Matthews. Stupid. You hate playing against him, but you would love to have him on your team. 100%. Uh, but I guess, like, the second the second game in Toronto when he had a hat trick, hardly any fans threw their hats on the ice. <laughs> I think that's just, that's like... It's fiscally irresponsible because hats are $50 a piece in the blue line. So here's the counter. I think that if they, if a player on your team gets a hat trick at your arena, hat should go half off. 100%. They should there immediately should, the, as soon as it happens because you're putting you're you're putting a lot out there. Yes, but like if that happens, I'm throwing my hat. Kyle didn't except for that Ohio. Kyle State. did not. Throw I his know, hat. and Kyle, I made sure he knew. Bucket hat, Kyle. Those of like, you right now listening, tweet him right now. Kyle did not throw his hat at the Boone Jenner hat trick. He's a big old piece of crap. <sighs> yeah, and we can say it. We can say it because we're we're his friends. Yeah, and, and also we're right both here. in his wedding. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, it's uh, I I didn't really fault the Toronto fans for it, like you know it's obviously hockey tradition, whatever. But like you you buy that hat <laughs> at the blue line, and my God, it's the the forty seven brand, like whatever brand you can think of. They're starting at like forty bucks now for hats, and it's also I'm throwing forty dollars worth of cash on the ice twice back to back games. Also, if you've got a player like Matthews or McDavid, it's like. I'm going to go through a lot of hats. <laughs> like, it's a guarantee. Yeah. You're going to go. I'm just going to go on Amazon, buy in bulk like 20 blue yeah, just hats. Drop ship it. Yeah. And just carry, it in, your my, friends. carry it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. And then wear the real one that I actually want to wear. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm in the, my back pocket, just throw it. Yay. <laughs> yeah. 
it, yeah, no, I completely agree. I do think every arena should do a half off. No, that should be mandated by the league. Yeah, one hundred percent. If anything, like it's a it's a brilliant marketing strategy just to make your fans happy. Because you know, how you already many? got fifteen dollar beers. Yeah, you know how many are rushing to get another hat after that happens? No, a lot. Maybe, but how many will actually do it? Oh no, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say maybe four to five percent of those people are going to go buy a hat. Yeah, that day. But if you say half off, but if you're like. And with that hat trick, blue line hats have all. Dude, all you have to do is get a sponsor, get Nationwide, get Big Lots, get Wendy's. Like, Wendy's hat trick challenge. And now all of a sudden, all the hats are half off after it. This is... Like, they pay for it right there. Just give the money to Delaware North, who runs the blue line, who doesn't know anything about how to make local apparel, and do that, and you're good. And we'll just let Hamish do it. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, are you listening? Yeah, Marcus. Jesus. This is a great idea. <laughs> no one else is doing it. Telling you. If you're for the fans, then be for the fans. Be for the fans. That's a great idea. No, it's a brilliant idea. <sighs> but yeah, like I, I, I <laughs> Matthews, I can't fault that. No. If you're doing that like every other game, it's like, <laughs> ah, I'm just going to yeah. wear a styrofoam. I just saw like people, like all the backlash. There was like eight hats on the ice. I'm like, well, we just did it yesterday. I don't have it. Like, I don't have $80 to spend on hats. So, anyways, anyways uh, jackets. Uh, yeah, back suck. to should we to, should we be concerned? Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. So, opening night loss to the Flyers four two, followed by the four three one versus the Rangers. That's a pretty solid performance for talking about. Five three. Five. What that's what I said. You said four three. Five three. Okay, yeah. five three versus Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the terrible loss versus the Red Wings uh, four to nothing. Uh, all right. So the losses, the losses that we lost, the games that we lost, pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. I mean. The, the Flyers game, the first period was solid. We'll leave it at that. The rest was kind of like, meh, kind of wonky. Down. Yep. Kind of wonky. Um, the Rangers game was good. It was solid, right? It was a good performance. Um, the only hes- or reservations I have there were, you know, the goals that Elvis did let in, though they were offsides, but he didn't know that at the time until they were reversed were kind of soft, right? They were a little soft, and that kind of concerned me a little bit, and that could have changed the perplexities of the whole game entirely, right? Sure. Could have could have gone one of two ways, but luckily, you know, the coaches knew what they were doing. They got the job done in terms of the video review. They made it happen. They were offsides. Won the game 4-3, but between all three games, that was definitely the most impressive. I think they, they strung together a solid performance period after period after period. Yep. Um, so I wasn't too... I wasn't displeased there. Mm-mm. Um, so I guess three games into the season, I'm going to ask this question here. How do we feel about the first three games, Warren, on a scale of one to 10, but it is Dave Portnoy's one bite, like one to 10. So you cannot give like a round number. Like what's your, I guess, what's your confidence in the team right now? Has he never given a round number? You're not allowed. He can't say seven. Nope. Why? Then why? Why? It's all because it's amateur. Yeah, but like I, 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 I because there's with like that. how many? There's like a hundred thousand pizza places in the world. You can get everybody seven. It's got to be a seven point three, seven point two, nine point three. But then that's just like, but they're still all numbers. We're doing it this way, Warren, okay. whether you like it that's or not. Fine. Okay, that's fine. All right, on a scale one to ten, what is your confident, or I guess what is your overall assumption, or what is your ranking of the first three games right now? I guess in your confidence moving forward. I'm putting it at like um, one. I don't know. Wow, one? one? No, no, no. I'm trying to say <laughs> one. One guess. Everybody knows the rules. I yeah, don't there know. we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the first 
I'm giving it a 3.4. That's your confidence moving forward. Right now, yeah. Right, right now, 3.4. And it's in a very simple reasoning. Okay. Pascal needs to stop making fetch happen. Stop changing <laughs> these lines. Yeah. The reason we played well on Tuesday, the, the second game, we had a good lineup. We had the right people playing together. But then they put old Bimstrom back in the lineup. Freaking Bimstrom. Oh, put old Bimstrom back in there next game. Put old Rozovic back in that lineup, too. It just seems like we need to like just throw a tennis ball and say, go get it to Bimstrom before a game. Be like, oh, he's not going to play. Yeah. Look, I'll go get it. <laughs> but like the first game, they came out with the lineups, and everyone was like, what? Yeah. What All, is this? The lines were so confusing. And like the second game, it was like, okay, here we go. This, this looks promising. It looks good. We look good. Yeah. We played pretty good. Uh-huh. And then the third game, it was like, ah, Bamstrom. Yeah. You got it. I think he was like second bot. So if we keep doing that, if we keep trying to make fetch happen, three point fetch ain't going to happen. And stop trying to make it happen, my guy. Yeah. If we just go with the realization of like, hey, maybe we should be going with, uh, Boone, Marchenko, and Goudreau on the first line. I'm an 8.7. Yeah. I'm happy. But if we keep doing this stupid crap, 3.4. 3.4. And I give that because Austin Matthews. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, all right. So 3.4 from Warren. What about you, Jordan Portnoy? Uh, I'm going to go, damn, based off of these three games alone, my confidence level in the team as we speak, spec, as we look at it right now, a lot. coming off that performance from the Red Wings, That's I'm going uh, 5.2. It's high to me. 5.2. Why? Uh, it's going to come back to something that Kyle always yells about. And, and it makes sense because it's just, it's consistent every year. Then yell at it like Kyle. We're the youngest team in the league again. <laughs> again. Like, we're, the, we're every single year, we're the youngest team in the league, and I feel like the inexperience just continually kicks our ass. Like, we just, we just, after 10 seasons, Jarmo Kekalainen being our GM, can you not bring in some veteran presidents to lead these guys? I know we have guys established that have been here that have done some things on other teams that we bring in via trade, but, like, by God, like, 75% of this team are just babies, little boys. Yeah, I and, agree. And it's just so frustrating, and I think that's going to hinder our ability to for growth this season. I'm, obviously, these guys are going to grow, and they're going to, you know, we're three season, we're three games into it. You know, I'm not overreacting. I was more so kidding about the yelling there, but I'm coming back down to the youth and then experience. So um, I'm a little, you know, a little higher on the team than Warren there. Um, I, I saw positives from the from the Rangers games. I, I saw positives from the Flyers game. That Red Wings game was atrocious. Um, but yeah, I'm going like what did I say five point two, five point three, five point two. I think five point two. But to me, I guess my my biggest thing is just the we're just again we're so young, and I just don't see that being beneficial. And if if Yarmo if this if he's trying to if Yarmo's trying to save his job right now, I, I mean he made some solid moves in acquiring defensemen. Granted. You know the verdict's still out there with Provorov and um, and Severson, but you know I think that uh, it's still going to bite us in the ass at the end of the season. I really do think that. Like, but again, this is my three game evaluation, mm-hmm. three game, and my confidence level in this team out of a scale of one to ten, 
on the one bite rules is a 5.2. 5.2. Yeah. And I think my counter is what you said with like still time to see with Severson and Provorov, but they were brought in like not, they're not, well, yeah, they're not young. No, they're not. They're not. One's 30, yeah. right? And yeah. one's like 27. Yeah, no, they're, they're not young. They're experienced. And I, I'm not dogging them at all. I'm saying like, you know, I I I know Yarmo made some moves to prop to bring in some guys like you know maybe with some experience, some veteran presence, and they did and they they provide that. Yeah. But you look at all our wingers. <laughs> you look yeah. at a bunch of these guys on this team, and it's like these guys are still young, and 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 you know, all, statistically, we are. I don't think we're. I don't know if we're the youngest or like right above it, but like we are towards the bottom in terms of just like being the youngest or towards the top of being the youngest team in the league, and that's. And it's just we've seen a repeat pattern of that year after year after year after year, and where has it gotten us? Nowhere, That's nowhere, true. and it's frustrating. And and um, and again, we're three games in. I'm not overreacting. This is just what I'm seeing on the ice right now. I I even rewatched that first game versus the Flyers because I was so drunk at the <laughs> arena. <laughs> I rewatched it just to make sure, like you know, I checked my vision. I even tweeted the next day because we were shitting on Elvis that game. <laughs> yes, you guys were. Yeah, you weren't, but me and <laughs> me and Braden had Twitter. <laughs> and we got so much shit for our tweets. Okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. And uh, yeah, I, I responded the next. I, I sent out another tweet the next day. I was like, all right, <laughs> we retract our statement. Elvis did look pretty solid. Those were the beers talking. Our apologies. <laughs> we weren't even watching the game. Let's like no, we. Really Really weren't even watching the game though, but um, but yeah, that's my that's my thoughts anyways. Yeah. Just I think that's fair. I think it is just it's very early to be throwing thoughts that are grounded in anything. But oh, way too early. Yeah, I mean, first look. I mean, if we are just going to be consistently changing, if we're going to be torts, if we're going to be Pazzy blenders, <laughs> I'm just, it's not going to work. This is going to be a long season. Yeah, and I'm going to be tired. All right, to end this segment, though, in this segment, we've got to no. end it on one positive note. Yeah. Okay, positive note. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start off. Yeah. So the question is, what is one positive thing, Warren, that you have seen this season that you think is is good, is good for the team, and whether it's player, whether it's it can be just off the board completely because I know how your mind works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my biggest positive, my biggest takeaway from the – First three games, mm. and this is a player that I kind of was hesitant about coming into the season. I I had I did not like the idea of bringing him back into the lineup because he went away for a year. Mm-hmm. He was he was figuring out things, but I mm-hmm. thought Yarmo was so high on him because Yarmo's high on all these all these players. Let's say it on and three. <laughs> one, one, two, two three. three Texier. Texier. Yep. I think Texier right now is my biggest. He's my biggest positive right now. He is. He is not necessarily shocked me, but I'm impressed with him picking up where he left off. Mm-hmm. And he has. He has come out and anytime he's on the ice, he's trying to make something happen. He is so creative in his ability to t- attempt to make a play happen. His his stick handling, I think, is probably one of the best on the team. Yeah, like I oh. I, I I do believe that, and I. I guess I just kind of forgot about it because he we, he left for a year and when Yarman was like, "Oh, we're bringing him back." I was like, "Oh my god, like, okay. well, what are we doing here?" <laughs> but like, dude, he's out there and he's doing his thing, man, and I I like a lot what I see out of Sexy Taxi. If that fake shot pass, oh. like drop pass was a goal. Come on now. That, that would have been, been That's like number 2. No, that was the top 10. That was number 1 for the season. Oh yeah. I mean like the next day, like for Sports Center. Yeah. But like in the NHL, number 1 just Down. stop it. Stop. That's it. Just stop. 
Don't oh. even try. Oh, that would have been so gorgeous. Yeah. But again, line A is awful. Can't, was it line A? Mm, uh, I think it was. I don't think it can't was. Make any, I think it was him. Could have been. Can't make anything. He's awful. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danforth. Okay. He signed that extension, and I think oh, what you were kind of talking about whenever you gave your rating for the three games and how you're feeling, I think he is that guy who's really going to start becoming a good leader to these kids. Yeah. And he's done well. He's played well while he's these three games. Uh, still early, obviously. He's, consi- but he's consistent. He is... I think he talked about it, I think, last season or going into training camp. Like, he realizes that he's not the number one guy on the team, but oh, he's going to be fighting yeah, he to make that. sure everyone's proving themselves. He said, if I make the team or not, that's the damn. But we're going to make sure we're bringing the most out of Damn, I'll go forth with, uh, mm. with my job. Yeah, we're still going to do it. Did you see my joke there? No. Dan, damn, I'm going to go forth with my job. Dan it, I'll go forth. Dan forth. Dan forth. <laughs> that was good. That was a stretch. That was a, little, that was a stretch. I liked it. Though. I tried. I trusted. So, yeah, I, I, it's nothing, like, crazy positive, but, like, not in a bad way. Yeah, no, like, it's you, you like to see it because he's a guy that just came out ready to go last season mm-hmm. and, unfortunately, got injured out the whole season. Yeah. He had the same injury as Z, didn't he? I think so. I think it was, yeah. Um, and yeah, just done the whole season after like, you know, trying to prove himself, make this roster. And he went far and above that last year yeah. and just bam, got hurt and gone. So he had to rehab that, get healthy. And he, he pretty much picked off right where he left off. And he's a guy that has definitely been consistent. You know, he's been a consistent guy that you can rely on so far in the first three games. Um, not perfect, but you know, he's, he's done his job and that's what you can ask. Yeah. So we did it. Can I, can I change my answer? Huh? Can I change my Oh, were you high fiving me or raising your hand? I was raising my hand. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were high fiving me. Yeah, you can change. You Boone, can change. Boone Jenner. Okay, he's being dirty boy in there. He's always a dirty boy. I in know, there. but like he's ugh, there's more. Yeah, there's there's like yeah, there's a something to and him. And like hat trick be damned. It's not even about that. Yeah, like, he's putting hits on the boards. He's yeah. pushing right in that front. He's getting in front of that goalie. He's being Felino. He's, he's being, being what Felino no, was. No. Yeah. He's being Bone Jenner. Well, yeah, but he's like, being Bone Jenner. He's Warren. replaced. He's what I'm saying is he's replaced what Felino was. Yeah. He's he want he, he is yeah, he embodies what captaincy should be. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Like mm. like some of these bigger markets, right? Some of these bigger markets, they put the captain on franchise tag. Yeah, it's like, okay, Austin Matthews, right when you get drafted, you're captain. Yeah, whatever. Makes no sense. He's a schmuck. <laughs> Connor Bedard, not Connor Bedard, uh Connor, Connor McDavid. Captain, Piece of within year two, captain. What a like soy boy. Granted, yeah. Do they put up the numbers? Sure, but I want a captain that's grit. Right, I want a captain that just just does everything on the ice, and Boone does that. Like, look what Felino's doing right now with Bedard. Yeah, he's like his locker's right next to Bedard. He's oh, always they're, like they're working buddies. with him, talking they're, with him. They're buddies. That's a captain, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, no, like Boone's come out the gate ready to go. Boone's yeah, he's ready my, to he's go. He's my big positive. Yeah, he's above and away. Love Getting him. married. Love him. I know. We've seen him grow. Uh, we've, seen, we've seen him grow. From so the much. days of Florida Georgia House. <laughs> Lion, Florida, Florida, Florida Georgia, Georgia Lion House. house. 
FGL. FGL. House. House. <laughs> we yeah, got teamwork, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Which they broke up. They're no longer a band. Good. They and, suck. And they also like they both hate each other. They're poppy little babies. I hated them. They were all the awful. bar was fun. The bar was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking four floors. Yeah. Good place to puke. Is that is that where I? Did, I didn't get kicked out of that one. Yeah. Because you're in the bathroom the whole time. No, that was Austin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, <laughs> yeah. You were very. You were. Did you try and get into a fight with someone? I don't. Outside? <laughs> Maybe. No, I puked outside of the Nashville bar. But was it FGL? I think it was. Yes. Because there was people in the window looking at me. Yes. It. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's where you did that. But I was well, already gone. I already. I didn't get kicked out. I just left. Yeah, you were fine. Because we were trying to find Austin because he had been puking all night in the Florida Joe Line bathroom. Store. Yeah, he was in the store. <laughs> it was his bachelor party, so we did what we set out to accomplish. Yep. Made him miserable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Tell hey. us when you hear this. Tell us when you listen to this, bud. It, that, never. Yep. Never. Baby. All right, before we get on to segment two of the podcast, got to talk about our incredible sponsors. First one, High Bank Distillery. High Bank wants you to hang on. Hang on to summertime, Warren. Aw. I don't want to. I like fall better. Yeah, I'm, I'm good to let it go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I, like, I like my hoodies. High Bank. I like my hoodies, my jeans. I think look at me right now. Right? Like it's hoodie just, and shorts. I'm wearing sweat a sweatpants and a sweater. Like got the windows open. I'm not like mm-hmm. no AC on right now. The breeze coming in. Mm-hmm. But I get it. A lot of people like summertime. Idiots. I respect it for you know, you can go and swimming and shit. Uh, but high bank, hang on to summertime a little bit longer with their new Pama Pama pa- Pama Gargarita. <laughs> Read that. How you say it? Pomagarita. 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 You all know I can't even say players' names, let yeah. alone try to put that together. You're Mapapagarita. I mean, whatever. Anyways, Pomagarita. So made with reposado, pomegranate, mm-hmm. sugar, lemon, and lime. Uh, you can get this butte half off during half High Bank Happy Hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Check them out, highbankco.com. They have two more. They have two locations. They got their OG location over there near the Grandview Yard, right across, which they've expanded big time. By the yeah. way, big yeah, big time. They Open need more. Up. They need more rooms for all their their barrels with all their shit in there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, good problem. Good problem to have. They also expanded their parking lot out in New Albany, Gahanna area, because people got pissed off because they couldn't park anywhere because <laughs> they're always so busy. But uh, yeah, check out that uh, the what's it called the the Palm Margarita. The Pomagarita. <laughs> it's experience summertime longer at High Bank Co. Don't let it go. Highbankco.com for more details. Check them out. SeatGeek. Have you ever been uh, buying a ticket to something and you were like, I sure wish I had $20 off? A lot. I, w- I wish I had a lot more off, but 20 would work. Well, you're going to have to settle with $20 with SeatGeeks. Okay. Go to SeatGeek.com. Download the app SeatGeek. And put in a promo code for the first time purchase, CBJA, for $20 off any ticket purchase. Sports, uh, co- comedy show, um, concerts, theater. Sure. Um, everything. Oh, You can trim that part up. Nope. Doesn't not matter. Doing it. All right. $20 <laughs> off. If you just want to buy some for the hell of well, it. What's the promo code, Warren? I already said it. CBJA. Okay. Columbus Blue Jackets. Ah, ah. Download the app. Go to SeatGeek.com and seat your geeks. 
Seat your geeks. You heard it here first. It's the only thing that's ever going to matter. <laughs> All right, moving on to segment two of the podcast. <laughs> that's Is the exact. It? That's the exact response our listeners just gave us to. <laughs> I feel like Dave at the dentist. <laughs> that's the exact response our listenership just gave us. Is this forever. We're only like we're less than an hour. Oh, okay. And we only have this and let's get social afterwards. Bring it on, baby. Uh, I mean, this one's going to be kind of quick because we, we actually already talked about a lot of it. Um, so segment two is our confidence level in Pascal Vincent. Is this the same thing? Like, for everybody knows the rules? We could do a one out of ten. I didn't have it on the show flow, but we could. Let's just, yeah, let's start off with that. So segment two, confidence level in Pascal Vincent, and we're going to talk about it a little bit, which, I mean, again, we've already hit on, like, the lines and all this type of stuff, but... Uh, and it's just it's just that one thing yeah if he just stops doing this crap stops changing things up just tries to get what works what makes sense then by gummy i'm giving him an 8.7 again by gummy by gummy is that a thing i'm from southeastern ohio is that a saying i promise you it is okay yeah okay i'm trying to think of that one tiktok where this kid's really drunk in his closet and like his friends, like, would you go to bed? And he's drinking. It's like four a.m. He's like, well, well, buck a duck. <laughs> uh, he's like, came with like a random saying. He's like, that's not even a word. <laughs> I forget what he was. I don't know why, but I thought of the lady that was in the bathtub going, "I'm washing me and my clothes, <laughs> bitch." I mean, just dry him later. Just, yeah, just dry up. Yeah, but yeah, four point seven. Yeah, it is me. It's early. No, you're good. You're this. good. You're fine. Uh, my my confidence level in Pascal Vincent right now, and you know, again, you could you if you're listening, you can clip this when you want to. You know, when we're fifty games into the season, that's fine. Clip it. Do what you want to do with it. Uh, two point nine. <laughs> uh, seriously, two point nine. He has shown me nothing in terms to give me the confidence as a fan. As a 22-year fan of this team, is this 22 or 23 years? I don't even know don't anymore. Know. Doesn't Couldn't matter. even tell you. I know Who we're cares? somewhere near there. Who cares? I'm I'm just not I'm not sold yet. I'm really not sold. And the biggest thing with me was opening night when you scratch Kent Johnson. <laughs> That's my biggest frustration. Like when that happened, yeah. I thought to myself, this guy should be fired right now, on the spot. I'm curious if he was just trying to like toughen, like look tough, really try to set the tone with the players. It seemed that way because I'm sure, like he, that was the big concern whenever we drafted Kent. Whenever he was brought in, his first few games, it was his pace of play. That was a very known like. Just got to keep an eye out for that. His pace of play can, yep. and he's not physical. He's not a big guy. Guess what happened the next game? He played. He played, and what happened? We won. We won. Sure, I mean, he didn't have Did a goal. He goal? Did he didn't have, have a goal, but he was a part of the winning team. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I, I think it was just, I, I'm curious if he, like, walked over to Kent and he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> My I bad. I want to do this to you. I was just trying to, like, be like Tortorella and prove a point. I was just trying to look <laughs> tough. Thank you. Dude, when that happened, like, I was. Yeah, you were heated. I was heated. It, I dropped in the group chat, and, like, I made it graphics for it on the artillery <laughs> like i was i was raring to go like i was pissed off yeah um yeah and just the overall just again like why did pasco have to change up the lines like 
from the time that we beat the Rangers and then, you know, throwing in a Bimstrom in there for the Rangers lineup and taking Foodie and Olivier out and, you know, taking what, what seemed to have worked pretty damn well. And I'm not taking anything away from the Red Wings because the Red Wings look great. Like, they... They look like a team that is on the full up and up, and like they played well oh, against yeah. us, and they they fucked us up. Oh yeah. Um. So and 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 again, I'm not taking anything away from that because I think a lot of times when we talk about games, we forget the other side of the of the opponent, like the actual opponent, to where like maybe they're just a way better team, and we just got steamrolled. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, I was just confused by some of the decisions he has he's been making. And especially when it comes to the line combinations, like we already we already talked about, and that's why I think this segment is going to kind of roll by quick. But you know, putting line A right now. So here's the thing. Yeah. And here's what we just talked about. And here's mm. and here is, oh boy, you ready for this one? Bring it up. You ready for this one? Oh yeah. The line combinations today in practice. Uh huh. Okay. Remember how we talked about uh, line? You you mentioned line A shouldn't be number one center. Yeah. Make it. Oh. oh. In practice, guess where he's at? Was he on the wing? Number two center. <laughs> That's what I said. I know you said it. Oh, and can I, I guess the line. And what did I say? You and said, I said if we're That's doing that, idiot move. Then we're just wasting a talent. Put him back to left wing. What the hell are you doing? I think I really think that line is fighting for it too. I think he really wants to win this. He wants to be that position. Great, but as a good head coach, <laughs> you have to tell a player. I don't care. No, don't care what you think. <laughs> This is what you've done in the past, and this is what you're going to do now. So, yeah, nut up or shut up, or yeah. or we're, you're out of here. Yeah, and I, I think I'm all I, I'm I'm fine with him being on the second center. Do I agree with it? No, I think he should just be on the wing. Uh, but I think this is this could be a situation where he's letting Line A know, like I'm trying. We both talked about it. We both want to see it. But if you're going to be on the second center and you're still going to be playing with this mediocrity, you're going back on the wing, man. Yeah. You know it works. I know it works. Everyone knows it works. It's just going to be what it is. So let's see what happens. Yeah. And, like, listen, like, we're not in the locker room, so we don't know the conversations. We don't even know even from management, like, who is who is really pushing this whole line A center experiment. We don't know. Yeah. But, like, line A's come out. He says, like, he, he before the season started, he's, he said that he wants to try it out. Um, Pascal, and he was all kind of for it. Maybe management was like, hey, if it works, we look like geniuses, right? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. they, we have our jobs for another oh, 10 right years. Now you look pretty dumb. Yarmo will have his job for another 10 years, and we'll, we still won't make a playoff. Um, but uh, what do you want? The pillow. The pillow. Keep going back. Sorry, you keep, I don't know what you're pointing at over Point here. At you're not your sock or your remote. <laughs> what do you think it is? I thought maybe you wanted to change the channel. I don't know. No. All right, but uh, anyway, so yeah, the line combinations today in practice. <gasps> Did I uh, say it earlier? What? Did I say the first one earlier? Uh, go for it. What did you say? I said Jenner. Okay. Goudreau. Okay. Marchenko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, oh. dude, I I am I am fully in favor of that line. Oh, that's a nice. Fully line. in favor of that line. I like that line. Like, listen, Jenner is going to give you the opportunity based mm-hmm. off of just winning the damn faceoffs. To give you an opportunity for your team to have possession and make something happen. Oh yeah. So I'm here for that, right? Like absolutely here for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, second line, you got Fantilli, Line, Texier. You got Johnson, Sillinger, Bimstrom. Which again, I don't know. I still 
am so confused. <laughs> I am so confused by the Bimstrom experiment. Why the hell are we still entertaining this guy? I don't know. Why? I don't know. It is so stupid. He got a hat trick like two years ago. By God, <laughs> if if we're going on the what we did two years ago, he'll be here for 10 years based off the Yarmo being a good GM. Rosovic, Corrali, Danforth on the uh, fourth line there, which, I mean, that line, whatever. Okay. That's fine. But I, I still miss Olivier. Olivier should be in there somewhere. Um, and he was a part of that win, too. And I think adding a little bit of physicality amongst forwards is a good thing. He may not be the guy that's going to give you all that offense production, mm-hmm. but I like what the presence he brings on the ice. And I, I think that he should be back in there. And again, he was a part of that New York Rangers win. Just saying. I know it's three games in. I know it's three games in. I'm not trying to, like, you know, say doom and gloom here. I'm just saying I would like to see more of an Olivier presence there. Um, so, yeah. And what I said earlier in the podcast, if you're dropping line at a second line center, what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? This is just so stupid. And, again, these are the practice lines today. This is what we saw here today at Nationwide Arena. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what they were running. That's what old Pascal Vincent was doing. Mm-hmm. And if Line A drops the third wing, then just fire the whole front office. <laughs> just, it's over. Burn it down to the ground. Just you don't know what you're doing. You don't know. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But so yeah, confidence level in Pasco right now. You said what? Uh, four point seven. What did I say? Like two point two point nine. Two point nine. Yeah. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I. I don't see. Uh, I just don't see it yet. I yeah. don't see it yet. It's. I just, uh, to me, I see a guy that's just he doesn't s- s- doesn't know completely what he's doing, and yet, therefore, he's making all these irrational changes that I don't think are beneficial in the long run. And again, I'm not the coach. I'm not there every day. I'm not with the players. I get it. I understand that. But I'm from what I'm seeing on the ice, I'm not impressed by. By, by really by any of this so far, yeah. it is just to me it's it's not good. It's not good. Three games in, but uh, all right. So moving on in terms of like the confidence with Pascal, this kind of correlates a little bit. Eh. Again, we already talked about it though. I don't know if we need to talk about it anymore. Uh, does does the goalie situation concern you? Um, this has really not, not a lot not a lot to do with Pascal in a sense, but you know. So during the the, the Red Wings game, obviously Martin. Kind of hung out to dry in a lot of situations. Granted, did he look good? No, not really. Nothing nothing impressed with me with Martin. He did come in during the, the Rangers game, and he filled in for the third period, and he, he shut the door, and he got the job done. We got the dub. Cool. Um, but I'm still pretty concerned. Granted, Jet Greaves was called up um, for, the, for the Red Wings game to back up Martin, which I do like. I would have rather have started Jet Greaves. Uh, did they have a game going on that day? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. But like, Greaves was know. called up. Like he was. Yeah, he, he was, made the practice. Never yeah, mind. he was. He was backed up. He was ready yeah, to go. I don't ready know. To go. I think they wanted to just. I don't know the reasoning. I just. I do kind of blame Pascal in the front office for that because of all the goalies you bring in, you bring in the literal worst goalie from last year. We have the two worst. We have Elvis. We had the bottom two, and we're like, no, like literally. I know. From last season, Mm -hmm. we have Elvis. Statistic worst. And Martin, we have the two worst goaltenders in the league. And And like the fact that we're like looking at him being available and being like, yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. 
Let's bring him in. Which, I mean, I mean, I get from the standpoint of, okay, well, you have to have goalies in Cleveland. And oh, Tarasov can't stay healthy. So you have choice. to bring somebody in to back of Elvis. I get that. But, I understand but, that. But that's your son. But I think I in that situation with the Red Wings, because Greaves came and played a handful of games last year, mm-hmm. like maybe like three or four, I don't, I don't know. But he looked solid. He looked good. I think I would have rather him just get the experience and just play. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with either one that they played, but I'm just any either way we would have lost that game. <laughs> anytime, yeah. Anytime Spencer's being brought in, anytime he starts, I'm just anticipating we lose. I'm going to go and make a sports bet and say that we lose. Yeah. Take the money line against. Because I, I just, he's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's just in terms of again, like I this I know it falls under this segment of confidence in Pascal, but. Um, yeah, just the whole goalie situation right now is just, uh, I just don't know where we're at with it. And I think that might, I think it's, I don't think it's a make or break for the season because I think there's other things in terms of what's happening right now with this team. Yeah. But it's definitely to me, one of the biggest concerns if I'm Yarmo, especially if I'm Yarmo trying to keep my job. Yeah. <laughs> like I would hope like it's, I just don't know why we got so hung up. So hung up on a, like a guy like Elvis, I I yeah. don't I, I don't know I don't get it. But uh, anyways, again, that was kind of a side note from that from that uh, segment. Um, another little takeaway from you know just overall confidence level, just from from the first three games, puck management, man, it's just been a big issue. It always is. Uh, <laughs> it really has been. <laughs> just a big issue, like especially you know, I mean the the Rangers game we looked pretty solid, but. Overall, just puck management issues with that Red Wings game was just absolutely atrocious. Like, we just couldn't do absolutely anything. We just looked like a bunch of boys amongst men there, and it just it was a big problem, big, very big problem. And that, you know, it could be a concern, but moving on. But, again, it, I feel like it comes down to one thing again. Yeah. The youngest team in the league again. Like you Always. Should, there's just how you have an experience that's going to come back to bite you in the ass every fucking year. <laughs> And it's just so frustrating, so frustrating to watch. Yeah. And granted, like, yeah, these we're going to see moments where this team looks good. Like, we're going to see moments where this team is like, oh, shit, we did that. We did this. And and we we beat this team, whatever. Like, that's it's a long-ass season. There's 82 games. Obviously, there's going to be moments where we look at here, we look, look at some of these games, and we're just like, damn, that was awesome. <laughs> but yeah. there's going to be games where we go against, you know, we go toe-to-toe with some of the best teams in the league, and we're just going to be like, <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and I think, uh, I don't know. I think there is that aspect of, like, having young players, but uh, I think there's also an aspect of everyone's playing on so many different lines each day, no consistency in who they're going with. The old blender's back, baby. Come on now. Because, like, you think about those power teams at, like, Toronto. Their first and second line, or their first and second line, they're not changing it. Yeah. They're practicing with each other every single day. They're growing together. They're developing. They're cohesing together. Then we have our team, where we have Kirill on the third line, on the second line, on the first line. We have Ken Johnson. Sillinger, being sit down. Sillinger at one point, first line. Uh, yeah, <laughs> first line left wing. Never, ever, ever, ever belongs <laughs> like, there. Yeah, cool. Let's do. Let's do that. And I'm high on Sillinger. I like Sillinger. I think he deserves to be at least a second, third line guy <sighs> in terms of being a center. But like, we had him just practicing in a fucking first line left wing for a while. 
I don't know. What are we doing? What are we doing? In the words of Kyle. What are we doing? What are we doing? Come like, on. Do what works. Do what we know these guys can do. Yep. Don't put these lines, don't put these players out of position just because you want to experiment and figure it out. That's that that's what preseason's for. That's what that's what practices are for. Like these guys belong in certain spots because they got to this point in their career because they got there by being in a certain spot that they worked their ass off to get to. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you want to switch things up. Let's see what can potentially work. Put foot foot wow. Put foot <laughs> put Fantilli at fucking center. Put Line back at left wing. If we don't want Goudreau and a line on the same line, cool. Put him at one two. Figure it out. Go from there. But like for the love of God. Everybody is just so out of place right now, and it's pissing me off as a fan. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. That's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I could go, like, you know, I could yell and just try to be like Kyle and just scream, but, like, that's a lot of times I just, I just end with, like, well, that's where I'm at. <laughs> like You don't want to help. Yeah. All right, moving on. You ready to get social? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you seem very... <laughs> See if I got my login. I I just gave you the artillery Twitter login. Yeah, it's been a freaking month. Jeez, we had to work for it. I'm just kidding. Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. I get, between Kyle and you, Hmm? 13 times a year, you'll ask me for the Twitter login. Yeah, but he's like eight of them. And I always, I don't know the password. The password's, it's like 14 numbers and an exclamation point and a certain word that I'm not going to say on the podcast. It's not a bad word. It's just I don't want to give somebody like a, a leeway to try to get her password. It's Morgan Wallen. <laughs> no, it's not. You can try, yeah. Uh, but like the amount of times y'all ask me for the password, I'm like, how many times do you like either get a new phone or log out? Because <laughs> I've never once had to change. I don't log out. It'll be like an update and it's like, it's just gone. Like, I still yeah. have mine, yeah. my login, but it's like, wait, you had other accounts on here? Okay. Whatever. I don't know. Okay, let's get social. Yo no sé. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to do them all. We're just going to power through them all. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, first one from the CBJ haters at the CBJ haters. At what point will you start to get concerned about the team if you haven't already? I'll probably start raising concern around the 12th, 15th game mark if they don't show progress. They will. Um, I'd say 15 is reasonable. 10. After 10 games. 10, okay. Cause yeah, like, obviously, like, again, there's no, there's no, there's no issue with this podcast in terms of us talking about the concern, but when I'm going to be really kind of concerned, if we don't see any improvement, I would say about, I think 15 is a reasonable thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I just think we've been on a long homestand to start off. So we're going to see in like the next two weeks how they're kind of performing, what to yeah. expect from away from home. But we'll yeah. see. Uh, no, no. That makes sense. Uh, just And the thing is, is like it's not so much – it's not concern in the aspect of like, oh, no, are we not going to make the playoffs? We're not going to make the playoffs. We're not going to get it. Well, yeah, no, like I – It's fine. Did you say that in your season predictions? Probably. But it's <laughs> I, hot I know I did. It's hot tank city, baby. No, I like I had us out. I had us in the fifth. No, spot. I think I had us out. I think I had us yeah. in fourth. Fourth. You did have us in fourth, but yeah. fourth sometimes gets you there. Sometimes. Yeah. But you know, I had us in fifth in the metro, which is not a playoff spot. Yeah. In the slightest. Oh well. Next one. 
Robinson's Renegades at CBJ 50 Robinson. Rest in peace. I get it. Robinson isn't the flashiest player around, but do you think there's a scenario he makes it back or should we move forward the rebranding rebranding discussion? Um, So, okay. So he's talking about the rebranding of his Twitter account. Oh yeah, so uh, it took me a second to think about. I'm like, what do you mean rebranding? Because the team is not a rep, not branded around Robinson. Uh, no, I get that because you're Robinson's renegade. Got it. Uh, no, he'll be back. Yeah, like then there's going to be there's inju- going to be injuries. There's going to be if we're if, if if we have this Pazzy blender, yeah, he'll be yeah. back up. No, it's, to me, I think it's it comes down to injuries because as much as you don't want to, you know, say it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's an 82 game season. Uh, no, Roz, or, uh, Robinson will be back, but uh, he's not going to light the world on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would already consider a rebrand. I would have considered a rebrand like two years ago, honestly. Robinson's yeah. renegade. I think I would go, you know, maybe Fantelli route or. Um, it, it, there's a lot of other players. <laughs> <There's>, here, <laughs> here's my hot take. Stop doing this stuff. <laughs> Stop doing this stuff. Stop making an account for a player. I don't mind the fan. I, I don't just, mind them. My thing is, you're putting the, your, this account into a business. And these players are never going to be with this team forever. That's, That's why I would have CBJ artillery, baby. That's why you just make it something basic and you try it. But putting your name into a player, my guy, that never works. I'm pretty sure he was Anderson's artillery at some point. <sighs> So he's just moving on to the next guy. Hey, third time's a charm. <laughs> right? I get it. I love that you show the fandom, your fandom for players and specific players, and I love that. But don't be surprised when you have to change it. That's my thing. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm all whore. <laughs> sorry, sorry, putting a zen in my mouth. Freaking idiot. Uh, shut the fuck up. They feel great. <laughs> Um, so I'm all for like, if you want to start a Twitter account for anything CBJ related, do it. That's dude. When I, when I created the CBJ artillery Twitter account, you did, I think I did. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was leaving for the Hollywood casino (laughs) right before a bachelor party. And I was like, I'm bored and I like hockey and all the people that follow me on my personal Twitter never want to talk hockey. And I randomly said like, the word artillery is cool because it means armed with cannon. I was like, okay, CBJ artillery. And then I just started it and it fucking blew up. So I'm all for people starting a Twitter account for fun. And if you want to do a player account, cool. But yeah, the players do leave though. So that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But the long story short, when it comes down to Robinson, he'll be back, but it's because somebody got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's literally it. He's, he's not, he's, I think we've seen all we're going to ever see out of Robinson in terms of like, he, yeah, he's doing hit his something. plateau. Yeah, he peaked. Sorry, it's okay. I love it, Illy. Whatever. Uh, next one, not going to really answer it. Uh, just going to shout you out, Gopnik Hockey Life at Gopnik Hockey Life. Great job, guy. Not going to answer your question. We kind of did. Uh, boom goes the cannon at Green Nine Five One Zero. If y'all had to do a bag skate for a bad podcast like how the team had to do a bag skate yesterday at practice for their performance on Monday who would be the first one to run to the trash can uh so I'm gonna go and say me I think it's kind of a toss-up between like the three of us Brayden would be fine Brayden's fine <laughs> Brayden Brayden's a collegiate athlete like yeah. he's a pitcher in uh, Otterbein baseball like he yeah. 
Granted, yeah, like, it's not that, like, all he has to do is, like, just throw a ball, though. But, yeah, but he's still, he's 23, so. His uh, legs could be bigger. The only reason I'm going to say me, and spe- like, specifically, is mm-hmm. because I have to get my gallbladder out soon. <laughs> For really aging me here. <laughs> a little bit. But if I, if I overeat, a lot of times I have to, sometimes I have to, like, throw up. Um, and that's a problem. So if I'm doing a back skate. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to put you on the top now. <laughs> so I'm number one. But once that gallbladder comes out, baby, you, I'm number two. I'm num- yeah. number I ain't, I ain't throwing up at all. Ever. No? No, all I'm right. good to go. I'm I like to, it. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even that old. It's just, you know, some my even my doctor, who's like, he's like 38. I go to him. He's like, oh, yeah, I got mine out like when I was like 29. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool. You're like 42, right? Uh, 47. You're 47. I'm Dang, getting there, good, buddy. Getting there. Look good. Just kidding to those listening. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter at the Jordeck. Unless you're into it. Next Na- one. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Mapes at Cooper Mapes. Good job. Uh, does Vincent need to address the issue of Goudreau having to cover the blue line when his D-men get aggressive in the offensive zone? Johnny is too good of a player to have to facilitate the back end when guys like Z are pushing up. Hey, you don't have to worry about it because he only played like a period and a half. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess I, I I don't I haven't been able to watch too many games. I watched one period. Yeah, no, so like with with Gaudreau, I, I hate it because like, he does have a handful of assists right now, right? Like, there. yeah, he's uh, got three points too. Yeah, assists. so he like he's he's there, like right? he's he's made his, he's made his presence known, but like I feel like he's not making his presence known in the way that we expect him to because mm-hmm. he has he is having to pick up slack from certain players that's kind of what i've seen from the, from what i've been watching and that's fr- that frustrates me because this is a guy that should be out there you know lighting the lamp every other night right yeah um so yeah no i i, I agree with that 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 scenario there like it's yeah he he is definitely having to pick up certain aspects of other people's games because they're out of position, maybe like we've talked about with old Pascal Vincent and his coaching style. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, no, I, I guess I would agree with that. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I agree. Okay, cause, uh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna clip just that three seconds. <laughs> just, see. That'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Next one, hire man Miss Ellis. At four, R man fifteen. When is the time to let Yarmo go? Uh, at some point, three years ago. Yeah, probably. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like, I'm listen, I like Kyle. Still, like in Yarmo, we trust. Every podcast, he's just there. In Yarmo, we trust. And I know Kyle's listening right now, and he's probably like, "I didn't say that. I never said that." <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> I <never> said that. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little <laughs> just kidding. I won't go there. Nope. Um, no, dude. Like I, I, I have started questioning Yarmo for the past two, three years. Um, we're sitting here now, ten years into the Yarmo regime. Yarmo JD. Granted, JD did, did he did, did go to uh, New York for like what was it two years before two or three years something like that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, listen, we're sitting here in one playoff series win. I mean, maybe an asterisk for the Leafs in COVID, you know, I maybe, count. maybe two playoff series wins, which, you know, at the time I was like, that, that counts, but the league and everybody else doesn't think that counts. <laughs> uh, maybe it was because it was against the Leafs. 
feels yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was against like yeah, it was against else. like the Panthers. And, you know, yeah, oh, they like, wanted against us. And like, oh yep, that's they the win. Playoff series win. Look at that by the Easy Panthers. Beasy. Put Easy it in the books. Um, yeah, yeah, no, like I, I'm listen. <laughs> I know we're, we're three games in, but I'm just saying, man, like this is it for Yarmo. This is absolutely it. He he has a two year contract right now. He got renewed for two years. This year, next year, and if and if what he is putting together right now does not work, does he it? he is absolutely out of here. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. If we do not if we do not make the playoffs this year or next year, if ownership does not get rid of Yarmo, then I'm, at this particular moment, I'm questioning ownership, and I love. Listen, the McConnell family are awesome. They ushered in hockey to Columbus, right? They they were the ones that brought the Blue Jackets. They are the ones that they, they're responsible for the Chillers, all the ice hockey in terms of, of high school and, and beer from high school to beer league to, to the, the little little kids that go on the ice during intermissions. Like the McConnell family is so instrumental in the growth of hockey in this community when also when it comes down to the CBJ Foundation and, and millions of dollars spent to grow the grow grow the game in this city. The McConnell family has done a fantastic job. But when it comes down to it, and if you, after two years, if Yarmo doesn't, like, do anything here with with what with the team that he has assembled here right now, that's going to put him at, what, 11, 12 years with his franchise? And we have one playoff series win. If he doesn't do anything in these next two years, Yarmo has got to go. Yeah. He's got to go. Yep. And I would even say potentially J.D., at that point, I think you just start fresh. You just at this point you gotta you gotta figure something out. But like again, I I I I see what the vision is, and I like the talent we have on the roster. I just don't know that it's being assimilated in the proper way, mm-hmm. and that's what frustrates that's what frustrates me. And that could potentially come down to the coach, right? But at the same time, two years, baby. Two years, like Yarmo's. Is this, it this, this? This is it. This is it for him. Like, cause he's under a two-year deal and doesn't get the job done here. To me, I think Yarmo has to go out the door and and listen. Like, bring in Nash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but but I will say this. You know, to kind of end the whole Yarmo thing here in this in this question. But like, there's no doubt that he has brought in the most successful time for our franchise. Because we, he has, I believe, as a GM, he does have a winning record with us, yeah. um, and we have, which doesn't say a lot, because the early two thousands were brutal, especially under Doug McLean. Oh yeah, who I think is a piece of shit. Oh yeah, and I listened to him on uh, Thirty Two Thoughts the other day, and he wrote a book, and he talked about he speaks very highly of Columbus, but he's just a very just cynical, just a guy that I don't think I would be a get for it be a be like a friend with ever <laughs> like he just seems like an asshole um but in terms of like gms i think he, he's been the best we've had for sure yeah but you gotta get the results at the end of the day and you've been here for so long and one playoff series win to me just doesn't cut it and if i'm ownership like dude come on like what are we doing here like you gotta fix something you got to do something to to make this work, mm-hmm. and I just there's a couple years there where like I was like gung ho on him, but the past three four seasons I just 
I'm I'm kind of off of him, but if if he can prove me wrong in the next two years, and you know maybe this team does you know get to a point where they should go, then cool, I'm I'm back on board. But he, again, it's kind of like the Elvis thing: prove it to me, prove yep. it, prove Great. it, prove it. Great, like Great. like you come out in these press conferences, Jarmo, and you say all these things and culture, and we got to build you know leadership and. And you know I'm I'm here for the players and all that bullshit and like you say this thing repetitively all the time for ten years. Then you hire Mike Babcock and things go south. Now this is your fourth coach in ten years. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> what are we doing? So uh, yeah, in terms of that, I'm saying he has two years left. If he proves nothing in these two years, he's he has got to go. Yep, hundred percent agreed. What was the question again? Uh, when is the time to let your homo go? Uh, in 2024. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Next, Union Blue Baller. Uh, at Union Blue Baller. Whatever. Uh, pretty much went through this. Uh, don't need to go in big detail. Explain why Fantilli at wing doesn't do a disservice to his natural talent at center. It does everything, and it does everything to do a disservice to his natural talent at center. Hundred percent. So. Same thing yeah. with fucking. Listen. Same thing with Ken Johnson. Mm. What are we doing? Yep. I don't understand it. Our center depth has been lacking for how many years? Two, three now? At least. Yeah. At least yeah. two, three years. Yep. And we're drafting these guys that have the ability to be center. Fantilli, Johnson. In today's practice lines, you got Fantilli, second line, left wing. You got Johnson, third line, left wing. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Put these guys in the position, in their natural positions, to where they should be. It is so frustrating to watch these lines come out. I looked on Twitter today when I was doing the podcast show flow, and I saw like these practice lines, and I'm sitting here like, okay, we got Jenner. Jenner, okay, I'm okay with I'm okay with Jenner at first line, whatever. I still have my mix, you know. If we have a true number one center, I obviously would like to jump or or take down Jenner another line, sure. But you got Fantillion Johnson. Guys that excelled at the University of Michigan as a center, and we're trying to force them on the left wing when we already have a plethora of wingers? Mm-hmm. Why? Why force it? Just put them in their natural habitat and see what they can do with it. It's so frustrating to watch. So frustrating. What was the question there? Yeah, man, I don't get it either. What was the actual question? You answered it. Did I answer it? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Another one I'm not going to go spend much time on. God, I'm so pissed off. At I know. What I gave him a 2.9. 2.9. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. I am not sold on Pascal Vincent in the slightest. There you go. I, I honestly, dare I say it, your eyes are really big right now. I shouldn't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I won't say it. Don't say it. Bring back Tortorella. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I wanted to say something else, but I, 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 I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say it. Next, maybe Matt. maybe Yarmo was right with that hire. Uh, no, Matt at Matt Murdoch two one one two. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Okay, because we've already talked about it. I didn't expect as I but I already said that we're going to do all of them. I didn't expect a challenge for a playoff spot this year, but this looks exactly like last year's team, only not as many injuries. When should we be consult expecting results from scheme leadership changes? 15, 20 games? We're changing our lines every game. It's just 
we're changing everything all the time. I think what we need to do is be consistent for once in our freaking franchise history. Yeah. So that's oh, it. oh, we we won a game versus the New York Rangers, and we looked good. Change it, Change everybody. It. You got a different position today. You're not Makes where no you sense. were. 2.9. 2.9. No confidence right now on Pascal Vincent. 4.7. Even in front of the media. I don't. I look at him like, you, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't. Not yeah. sold. Not sold. Not sold on him. Again, his, it's, a, it's another type of, okay, it comes down to an Elvis, to a Yarmo, to a, uh, to a Pascal Vincent. Prove it. Prove it to me. Prove me. Prove that you belong. And right now, not, yeah. 2.9. <laughs> 2. 2.9. There we go. Next one. DB uh, Red Circle at Barno Stormer. This is... He's, he's wrong with the question. Why is our mascot a bee? We're not. I know why, seeing if you all do. What do you mean he's not a bee? He's not a bee. He's a jacket. Stinger's a bee. No, he's a yellow jacket. That's why he's green, because he's a combination of a blue and a yellow jacket. There's no such thing as a blue jacket. Yes, there is. It's the clothing was a blue jacket. He is a bee, that's, Warren. He has he, a stinger coming out of his ass. So does a yellow jacket, you ding dong. He's neon green, which because is pretty he's much a, yellow. Because he's a combination of yellow and blue. No. Yellow jacket plus blue jacket equals stinger. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I know. I fully agree. He's an idiotic he makes mascot. no sense. Exactly. Anybody so, out of the So state, you're questioning any- this? He came down in a bubble, Doug. He's the Wicked Witch of the West, bro. <laughs> Grow up. What was the question? Why is our mascot a bee? I know. Nobody Why? knows. If you all do. He's not a bee. He's a bee. He's not a bee. He has a stinger. He's a green jacket. There's no such thing as a green jacket. There is stingers on yellow jackets. What are you talking about? You think only bees have stingers? Wasp do. Yeah. And you know what else? What? Jackets. What do you mean jackets? Yellow jackets. Yeah. He's a yellow jacket. So what's a blue jacket? The the Union Army clothing. They wore blue jackets. Yeah, so why are we a bee? We're not a bee. Well, why is our mascot a bee? It's not a bee. That's the question. I know. He's wrong. He's right on every level. No, he's not. It's a stupid mascot. Yes, it is. You realize, like that was a fish that that was originally going to be our primary logo before, like they said no. Yeah, thank God they said no. Yep. Yeah, why? Because it has no correlation to a blue jacket. Literally nothing. But he is a green jacket. Stinger should die. Yes. Stinger should sting somebody so he dies yeah. because that's how bees work. But I don't think yellow jackets work that way. Okay. Well, I will give my fly swatter and kill him. I'm here for it. Let's, should let's start carrying around giant ass fly swatters back. Boomer. All day, baby. There's no... Yeah. The fact that Stinger was the original shoulder patch on the OG jerseys. Oof. What are we, a fucking minor league team from the get-go? We still are because we can't win a game ever. Can I say, I just don't care about mascots ever. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I mean, if you go to like a... I get if it. You like, go to like make a, the Rugrats happy. If you go to like a Philly or a Flyers game, you got gritty. It makes no sense either. But like they took the aspect of... A mascot for the kids, and was like, "Let's yeah, put let's it on a it jersey." No, they were no, 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 no with gritty. <laughs> oh, like they took like, yeah, we make mascots for kids, and they're like, but a majority of the fans hate them. Yeah, uh, all mascots, and they're like, okay, let's appeal to the younger crowd. 
Let's make him a freak. Yeah. And people love him. Yeah, I'm do. all for him. I love Gritty. But I hate mascots. Oh, I hate mascots. They're such a waste. If you're ever like a franchise in your marketing departments, like, let's put our mascot as our primary logo. Everybody should be fired. It's that it's the uh it's that uh meme where he gets thrown out the window. Yeah. All right, we need ideas <laughs> for a new logo. What about a cannon? Mm. Nah. What about C B and then a J as the hockey stick? Mm. Nah. What about the mascot? <laughs> it's like a you know, we're we're the jackets or the blue jackets, but what about like a yellow jacket? A is yellow green. jacket, but the green and boom, we have a <sighs> get wrecked. Next one. I this agree with this comment. This one's it should me. die forever. Yeah, it should die. Well, that wasn't his comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's what I thought it was in my head. This next one's for you. All right. Michael Canary at Michael Canary 02. What okay. strength of Zen do you use? Come on now. All right, let me pop him over here. Six. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> I a pu- they offer threes and sixes. It's, you got to go for six right away. Right, so I do the uh, I do the cool mint, Ooh. cool mint. Sometimes spearmint, yeah. some, sometimes spearmint. I feel like that's what I would do if I did that. Which one? Spearmint. Spearmint. Yeah. Spearmint's solid. I like spearmint. Um, I kind of go back and forth, but yeah, it's definitely uh, I do uh, the six the six milligram. I think that's it says mg after. I would imagine that means milligram. Yeah, it's mama girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. Six mama girls. That explains a lot in yeah. my mind right now. <laughs> Yeah. Feels like having six mama <laughs> girls in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh yeah, so I do the Zen Coolmint six milligram uh or the spearmint. Um yeah. Threes are, you know, don't be a bitch. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for the kids listening right now. Yeah, who cares? Next one. We're not gonna go through this one. We went through it. CP sports analysis at an analysis underscore CP. If Connor Garland to CBJ trade were to go down, what would the details be? Straight one on one with Rossovic. Uh, right, yeah. to me, like there are players that are one on one and the benefits both teams, like in, in the respects yeah. that they each re- desire. Yep. So yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Next one. Lucas DePow. At Lucas DePow. Favorite fourth liner in CBJ history. Defenseman McKenzie still for me. McKenzie was a good one. Derek McKenzie. Yeah. Good good pick. Damn. I don't even know after that one. Yeah, right. He just like laid it out right away. He just stole the answer. Stole the yeah. show. He was a good one. Uh he said to, I like, don't know why I said defenseman. <laughs> I was just reading it through. Derek. He just said favorite fourth liner? Yeah, favorite fourth liner, and then he said D McKenzie. Um was Bull fourth? Uh, obviously. Yeah. Bull. <laughs> I mean, Bull's in. Yeah, he's in his. I mean, Shelly. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I think those are three good ones. I mean, you can't go wrong with Jody Shelly. You just, he was. That's what I feel like a lot of fans in Columbus, like, even like when the Blue Jacks were so new, you just knew Jody Shelly. Yeah. He was that guy. He was that guy that was going to come out and k- kick your effing ass. See, I'm not cussing for the kids. Not this time. For the kids. Good job. Yeah, thank you. You said it. Um, I know that's like a, an obvious cliche answer, but like you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And also, he's come back full circle, and now he's doing commentating. Like, come on now. Like, that's true. Shelly was never a first, third, first, second, third line guy. He was somebody that could come out there and beat your ass if you if 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 warranted. Be some whole lot less. Yeah. yeah. But no, Doug. Derek, no, Derek McKenzie is a great, great, absolute choice. Yeah. I think he had like a. 
He was close to captaincy. Like, I think he had an A at one point. Yes. I think he did. But then he went to, no, he went to Florida and he got a C over in Florida. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. He went to the Panthers. I think he's uh he's an assistant coach. Oh yeah, he's definitely for, in, he's in the organ he's in the NHL somewhere. I know he's coaching I think somewhere. For Nashville, is it? Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I could definitely see it. But like he was like a was he? A, yeah, no, he was never captain. But I think he had an A. I don't think he was. But I, he went somewhere else. I think he I think it was Florida and got a C. Hmm. Hey, this is the beers talking. I'm now four uh, Voodoo Rangers deep. Is that say Spice Force? Juice Force. Oh. It's not Steve, it's not Steve Carell's uh, show on Netflix called Space Force. Well, I thought it was like a like a autumn, like a October fest kind. And it was called Spice. No, they Force. do have that. They, they do? do? That. Yeah, it's like a pumpkin flavor. But that's but called Juice Force? Juice Force. So like, so they have a Juice Force and a Spice Force. It's very Force. confusing. So when you walk into the gas station to buy the beer, they're yeah. both orange colored because one's like a pumpkin shit and one's the original uh, Juice Force. So you have to be careful what you buy. But that one's called Spice Force. It's something spice. I'd imagine Spice Force. That's a great name. I mean, that's a, not being yeah. Used. I mean, it, for marketing purposes, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Right. Oh well. Look at this. Two great ideas. <laughs> Half off hats for a hat trick. Spice Force. You think the Jackets would like you know pull us back into their marketing department every once, every once in a while? Are you listening, Marcus? Next one. Last one. CBJ Ray at CBJ Ray. If you were to put all the members of your podcast on the windows of the arena. What would be the order and pose? That's easy. I, I have to be center. So my thought is I don't see I, – I, I think we have it as our header right now, the the pictures that we took uh, yeah. last week. By the way, yeah, we did a lot of PR. We did a lot of per. Yeah, so let me – before we get into the actual details of this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, the yeah, last yeah, week, yeah. the Danny Smith. Great gal. Great gal who is uh, – um, Future the Danny Spence. <laughs> yes. Uh, engaged. You know, Kyle and Danny are engaged. She proposed. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised either. Um, so she took a lot. So we did a lot of marketing pictures for the art, for the artillery podcast. And you're probably a little like listening like, why? Fuck you guys. <laughs> but, That's what I said. But we had to do it because uh, for social reasons, we have, you know, we got to look good on social. She's like, she told us, like, n- don't ever post, like, a standalone graphic with, like, n- put your faces in there. So we're starting to do that a lot more. Um, so, yeah, we did take a lot of pictures in front of the arena and around the arena district uh, last week. And we've been posting more lately. Yeah. Um, so that was the premise I was setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what were you about to say, Warren? Oh, so in one of the pictures from left to right, it was Kyle, me, you, and Brayden. And I think that's the best. No, I think that makes sense setup. a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense a lot. Um, because I feel like I need to be in the center. No, absolutely. No height. Not even your more height. Than anything. Just your longevity with the artillery. That's true. I have been around for a minute. Yeah, hundred percent. I have so, been yeah. for a while. So it's me and Warren in the middle, and then Kyle to the left, Braden to the right. Right. I think so. Yeah. Any, yeah. any, whatever I got to do to. Be, also, if you haven't seen the pictures so far, they look great. Hand. Yeah. In the first one we posted, we're all like holding hands. We're not just holding hands. We're crossing, we're interlocking fingers. Oh, yeah. You have to. <laughs> yeah. It's we're guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Guys There's being nothing, dudes. nothing where, nothing where we're dot. It's hot. <laughs> it's it, it, hot. Gets the, it gets the clicks, Warren. It, get to be it clicking. gets the clicks. Take we're interlocking fingers. 
our last episode, like we we skyrocketed to like twenty third on like iTunes rankings <laughs> in terms of hockey podcasts. Hey, that's pretty great for a for a, a market like Columbus, and like <laughs> we're sitting there just sitting there twenty third on iTunes. I don't know what I'm doing. I think there. it was just because of the picture. I think so too. Thanks, Denny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's all I got. I got nothing. I don't ever read the questions. I know. Why'd you say that's all I got? Well, that's all we got. There you go. We yeah. answered them all. Answered them all. Love You're to welcome. hear it. What a great little episode. Not bad. Very nostalgic for us. I know, right? I enjoyed it. It's been a bit a minute. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Genuinely. Always. It was a great, uh, I had a good time here. I love you. I love you too. Oh. Oh, you made me tear up. <laughs> it might be the beer. <laughs> or the Zen. I don't know which one. It's the beer and the Zen. <laughs> yeah. All right, little boomers. Hey, we appreciate you listening to episode uh, two. 61 first episode into the 2023 season after games have been started and uh i assume we'll all be back next wednesday i don't know unless kyle's (coughs) i won't where the fuck are you gonna be at now i'll be in florida of course you will and then the week after that i'll be in texas so (sighs) maybe i'll try to figure out the technology and maybe skype you in if i'm available yeah all right fair enough fair (laughs) enough uh, but yeah, all right. Either way, hopefully we'll have a you know some. At least it won't. I hope it's not just me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I could do a solo pod again, but we all know how that we all know how that turns out. I think we can leave that back here. Yeah, we won't do that. All right. Hopefully, I hope to God we don't. All right, little boomers. Thanks for listening. To episode two sixty one. We love you. You're amazing. And. uh Hey, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell us how much you love us. And Spotify. And Spotify, yeah. Spotify is what I use, baby. Yeah. Uh, I got logged out of my Spotify, and I can't remember the password, and I don't yeah, haven't even tried to get back into it. Eh, yeah, it works. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. We love you. Spay and neuter your uh, co-hosts. In the words of Kyle, source? Kyle. Oh, wow, wow, wow.